Hi, this is Jerry Jewell. You are listening to TV Confidential. Our second hour will include part two of our conversation with David Starzik of Veronica Mars. Plus, we will welcome Emmy Award winning actress Donna Mills. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us for another look at recently released DVD and streaming tiles that we think you will find of interest. Greg Airbar, two time Grammy nominated, multiple Addy Award winning director for television, animation, music, and advertising and publication for Walt Disney. Warner Brothers, and Universal. Greg also writes the animation spin column, the very popular uh, animation spin column that you can read twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. What do you have for us this week? Norman Lear's second big hit series and the series that it's based on, Steptoe and Son. This is it, Elizabeth. This is it. Coming to join you. I'm coming to join you, Elizabeth. (laughs) It's... S-A-N-F-O-R-D period. When I think of Sanford and Son, it originally aired 74, no, seven, like 72 70, to 77, something like that. Yeah. My father worked. He worked swing shift, so he wasn't home during the week. But he retired in 1980, and it was around that time that uh, one of the local UHF stations started running Sanford and Son late night. Mm-hmm. And so... My dad would watch the evening news at 11, and then he changed the channel to Channel 44, and he'd watch Sanford and Son every week. He loved that show. You know, it's funny. Uh, I watched it with my parents, and we watched it twice a week. Mm -hmm. This is an era where we had three networks and a couple of UHF channels. We didn't have channels that separated us, Mm -hmm. not only by our different tastes, but really by all of our backgrounds. And so here we were in a largely white suburb and we watched this show which a largely african-american cast mm-hmm. two times a week because it was on friday nights on on the local nbc affiliate and then it was on the following monday night on the uh slightly just further that's out. right you could do that back then yeah they ran it on a monday night so yeah. we watched it every episode two times yeah so i've seen these episodes many 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 times but they're they're really funny they're there's a lot of warmth there, and when it was at its peak, sometimes we actually liked it better than All in the Family mm-hmm. because what happened, and it, we're missing Norman Lear shows now because we're missing programs that presented issues and discussions. Well, we're missing and, some Norman Lear shows. Jimmy Kimmel's trying to bring, the, bring that well, back. Well, and more power to him if he can do it right. Yeah. And I'm not going to say whether or not because that's been, that's been discussed a plenty. Yeah. Um, and we we are planning to do a segment on that. Yeah, and we and we can talk if about we can that get everybody maybe. together. In the same but, uh, room. that's that's but for the challenge. Life, life is so life complicated. Is, life is what happens when you're trying to make plans. <laughs> yes, but Sanford and Son, while there were some issues, and it was certainly made a lot of social commentary, it was more comedic in its nature than All in the Family was. Though All in the Family. There's a tendency to think of All in the Family only as an issue-related show. There were a lot of episodes that were just about funny stuff. Yeah. Sanford and Son was mostly about funny, funny stuff. Funny stuff, yeah. And, and you had a master comedian in Red Fox who had found the perfect character for the kind of timing and expertise. This was somebody who had worked his way up from – I mean, he worked every nightclub in the world and paid his dues and – here he, he had made it and made it big. And then you had 
a, a terrific straight man in Demond Wilson who doesn't get nearly the credit that he deserves. Straight man always has the hardest role in, yeah. in, in, in any movie, any TV show. Yeah, because you are you are just bouncing lines and just standing there. You're, set, you're, you're setting them up. You know? Yeah. And then a wonderful, wonderful supporting cast. Not just the obvious with Lawanda Page. Who, who I didn't know this, but she and Red Fox went way back. She did the Fire Goddess routine on the show a couple of times, but she did that in the nightclubs. Yeah. And so they would, they would contort the story so they'd have to put on a show, and she did that routine, but that's what she used to do. Yeah, but she, she, and, she and Red Fox knew each other for many, many, many years. And uh, I, I, if I remember correctly, he was instrumental in getting her on the show. Oh, yeah, and when she was interviewed, she adored him. Yeah. She absolutely adored him. And you saw a lot of, well, the guy who played his brother-in-law, his white brother-in-law, he was also a nightclub comedian. As the show went on, Red Fox brought in a lot of his friends to be on the program. But I think Don Bexley, who played Bubba, was a friend of his. But they all worked beautifully together, mm-hmm. and fine, they all did. But then you had the, you had the, the, uh, the police, you had Hal Williams as Smitty, and then you, you had uh, Noam Pitlick at first, and then he became a TV director. And won, an Emmy, won two Emmys directing Barney Miller. Yeah, and he was terrific. And then you had Howard Platt come in and replace him, and he was great. Mm-hmm. And then Howard Platt's mother, played by Nancy Culp, you know, yes. people forget Nancy Culp was on Sanford and Son. Hello, Mr. Sanford! <laughs> 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 you know, it was like... Miss 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 Jane's on the show too, you know, because they opened the hotel, the Sanford Arms, because Julio, the great Gregory Sierra, moved in next door. Chano, Chano, yeah. Before he was on Barney Miller, he was on there, and there no, is he, a, he, no, he, no, he, he played he played Julio, no, yeah, he, he played, played Julio, Julio on Sanford and Son. He was Chano on Barney Miller, right? And the and Fred like Archie had. Plenty to say about Puerto Ricans and about white people, and he was—he wasn't the black Archie Bunker though. He had loads of prejudices, yeah. And he used certain words that you'll never hear on TV confidential, and that are not nice to say. So beware that there are certain words on this DVD set that are not to be. But it's a—it is a product of oh yes, it's time yes. And if this was redone, just like on the Jimmy Kimmel remake. Of the Jeffersons, there is a word that would be bleeped, and that's used on this, several characters use. So it's it's got those, but it's got a lot of jokes about California because they live in Watts, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of El Segundo jokes. I noticed now that I live here, the jokes about the area, they go to Beverly Hills occasionally, they go, they go to various areas in this area, and there's jokes about yeah. that. And then as the series goes on and they don't necessarily have as many novel ideas, they go to NBC, which is where they were filmed, and they go to – Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, and they go to a show just like theirs called Steinberg and Son, only it stars Lou Jacoby, who's exactly like him, and then Red Fox meets Fred Sanford, and it gets kind of silly, but it's it's still – No no sillier than than NBC's attempt to keep Sanford going without – Red Fox, which we'll talk about when we continue our conversation with Greg about Sanford and Son after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Attention sports fans. Now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. 
Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All American Dish right now. 
which With, and and Don Bexley and many of those people were on that too. I think yeah, and and but NBC not wanting to give up the cash cow, they they kept a lot of the supporting players like Lawanda Page, and they brought in Teddy Wilson, who's a good actor. He's mm-hmm. a he's a he's a he's a good comedic actor, and they tried to make him from the, That's My Mama. From That's yeah. My Mama, mm-hmm. and uh, they decided to turn the Sanford House into like a a motel, and they called it the Sanford Arms. Well, that had happened already. See, when when Julio and the Fuentes family moved out, they bought the property and made the Sanford Arms, and that's where Hello, Mister Sanford <laughs> lived. So they had done that already. But then when Sanford and Son went off, the Sanford Arms was the replacement series, yeah. and it. Isn't it just doesn't quite work? Yeah, well, it's it's like trying to do Sanford and Son without yeah. Red Fox and Devon Wilson, and and it shows you how much you're kind of missing Devon Wilson too, because as you guys, as you and Tony and Donna discussed a few weeks back, Whitman Mayo was terrific. Yeah, when Grady had to fill in for Fred, people thought, well, what are they going to do? There's no Red Fox, but Whitman Mayo was really stepped up to the plate. Yeah. And I'm going to watch a little television. <laughs> I love the way he said that. And the, the man was... I just watched the one where Grady gets two social security checks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Whitman Mayo... Talk, there are so many of these actors. Talk about people who are are so are such pioneers and so legendary. I mean, Whitman Mayo stepped in... Nobody even barely knew who he was. We yeah. don't know the history of him. I remember when Conan O'Brien had this nationwide search for Grady, yeah. you know, to honor the guy. And I also, and here's the other interesting thing. You'll see this on the DVDs. When Red Fox did come back, they had a surplus of Grady episodes. So they staggered them. So sometimes Fred's not there, inexplicably, and Grady is. And then next week... Fred's there again, and then next week Grady's there, and they went back and forth for a few weeks because NBC had to burn off the episodes. Yeah. They didn't know when he was coming back. Well, they did a, and we mentioned this a couple weeks ago with Tony and Donna. He did such a good job, Whitman Mayo, that they rewarded him with his own yes. spinoff show, which uh, did not last more than 13 weeks partially because nbc put it on thursday night eight o'clock against the waltons at the height of the waltons popularity so it was it was competing against the waltons on cbs and i think barney miller on abc and so between those two shows there wasn't much left of an audience to watch whatever nbc was on which is why grady didn't last more than 13 weeks you can see the pilot on youtube also and i guess because it was competing with the waltons they went for a very warm family approach yeah and while the cast is is fine and he's terrific and you can kind of see if that's who their competition was that's the decision they went with you're getting neither fish nor fowl because the audience for Sanford and Son certainly would not want that. Yeah. And then the audience for the Waltons was watching the Waltons. Yeah. So make up your mind, and the identity of the show certainly wasn't. But like you guys said a few weeks ago, he came back to the they, show. They, they brought him back. <laughs> so there he was. <laughs> you know, so I mean, a lot of times you leave a show for your own show. You know, it's it's it's, it's good luck, good luck with Mayo. But uh, no, they Sanford and Son brought him back after Grady left. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's nice. That's nice. That, that happened on the Jeffersons, too. That uh, With Florence, with Marla Gibbs. With Marla Gibbs, and also with uh, Mike Evans, though um, Damon Evans didn't fare so well because they had to get rid of him to bring Mike Evans yes, back. Well, but, 
But, you know, nevertheless, um, sometimes they don't do that. Sometimes, the you know, the Ropers didn't come back after they Yeah, but the she's, I, th- I think she was the one who said this. Mike Evans was busy developing good times. True. Yeah. True. So that's, that's so the reason. That was one of the reasons why he left. But then, and they replaced him with Damon Evans. But then they, but then they replaced Damon Evans with Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. And then by that time, the show had been on so long that they didn't really know much to do with Mike Evans. Yeah. So it isn't like the impact of having him back made that much difference. But ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. With Sanford and Son, it's so funny. Some of these NBC shows feel so NBC. At the time, you had the Dean Martin show, you had the Dean Martin roasts, you had that variety show feel because the show's on videotape and there are guest stars like Lena Horne and that kind of thing. It feels so NBC. Mm-hmm. And Red Fox appeared on those shows as well. So the fact that he goes, you know, quote, to the NBC studio and all that, there is a very NBC feeling about this. Whereas when you watch All in the Family or Maud, you don't feel like I am watching a CBS program. But in this particular case, it just feels like it was made on Alameda Avenue, you know, in Burbank. Very, very much so. There's also a little bit more exterior shooting on on Sanford and Son than on... There's a different flavor to it. There's also a little bit of background music. Quincy Jones wrote the theme. Mm-hmm. So there's a little more background music. They they go to uh, Las Vegas. Oh, and then he's Merv. Ooh, who are you? <laughs> you know. Uh, Merv's playing a slot machine in his little shorts. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, <laughs> and Steve and Edie, he yeah. meets. So it's it's like a variety show sometimes. Yeah. And it does get, they do get a little bit like what's going on. They they really do push their, their reality meter a little bit after a while. And yeah, it is, it is of its time. But it's a very interesting show in another way. It's also not as Norman Lear-ish as maybe... One Day at a Time and the others because it's more of a Bud Yorkin show. Yeah. And Bud Yorkin handled the duties more, I yeah. think, on this. Bud Yorkin, Norman Lear, tandem productions. Yes. And if you look at shows that Yorkin did later uh, with Saul Turtletaub, like What's Happening and things like that, the flavor of those shows are more a part of what this is, Light, a lighter formula, that kind of thing. Um What's also really interesting about Sanford and Son is that it is, at least in its first couple of seasons, very much based on the original British sitcom Steptoe and Son. In the case of All in the Family, if you have any access at all to Till Death Us Do Part, there's a similarity in that he's a bigoted, working-class Brit, and he had the wife... Isn't, isn't quite so dingy, but the and the son-in-law is liberal and all. And they have political discussions, but the dynamic is it. But there's very little similarity uh, as far as it goes beyond that. I have a, an album with the the first episode or so, and I don't. I didn't detect that much similarity mm-hmm. to it. With Sanford and Son, there is because if you watch the credits at the beginning of several, ep- I think eighteen of them. 
it actually says based on the uh, script by and it says the the original writers and creators Ray Galton and Alan Simpson who are legendary British radio and television writers. You mentioned Steptoe and some before we do that now uh, these would be what available through oh, yeah. San Francisco. The complete box set is available through Sony. Okay, it looks like there are no extras nope. to speak of, but it's it's got all 136 episodes. Sanford and Son, the complete series, seasons one to six, available through Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. You can read Greg Airbar's animation spin column twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. Greg will be back next week to talk about the backstory of Steptoe and Son, the British series that NBC adapted as Sanford and Son. We'll talk about that with Greg next week on TV Confidential. In the meantime, we mentioned the Cars and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame early in the program with Tony. A reminder, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert is available at retail for the very first time through our friends at Time Life. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, an 11 DVD configuration of legendary live concerts from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremonies from 2010 to 2017, plus the 25th anniversary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concerts from 2009, which the Philadelphia Inquirer called the all-star jam of a fan's dreams. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert becomes available at retail for the very first time on Tuesday, September 10th, and is a set comprised of three separate collections. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert 2014-2017, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert encore 2010-2013, and the big mother of rock concerts, the 25th anniversary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concerts from 2009. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert includes 164 iconic performances, collaborations, and induction speeches from such rock giants as Alice Cooper, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Cheap Trick, Chicago, ELO, Crosby, Stills and Nash, Sting, Heart, YouTube, Jeff Beck, Mick Jagger, Paul Simon, Ringo Starr, and many, many others. Retail price for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert is $99.99, $99.99. Plus, it includes collectible booklets and the 26-page collector's edition of Rolling Stone that features behind-the-scenes stories of the 25th anniversary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concerts. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, 164 iconic performances on 11 DVDs, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, available now at retail from our friends at Time Life. We will welcome Donna Mills of Knott's Landing and David Starzik of Veronica Mars when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Michelle Nichols. Adrienne Barbeau. Leonard Maltin. Joyce Bullissant. Peter Onorati. Judy Norton. Robert Wagner. Robert Hook. Lee Purcell. Julie Budd. Rhonda Shear. Michelle Lee. Jacqueline Smith. Lou Antonio. Shirley Jones. And many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station. And every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Enter the coupon code CONFIDENTIAL when you sign up, and you'll receive $5 off your first month's membership. 
For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are found. Best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the TV Confidential podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today. 800-712-8002. That's 800-712-8002. Paid for by U.S. Med. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-autopay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. You can now listen to TV Confidential whenever you want by downloading the new TV Confidential app. You can find the TV Confidential app at the Apple Store, apps.apple.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.